Today on The Daily Charge, an ad agency ironically conceptualizes a digital token-based privacy system, more privacy concerns with Ring Home Security, and YouTube slapped with a colossal $170 million fine. Good morning, and welcome to CNET's Daily Charge. It's Wednesday, September 4th. I'm Alfred Ng. I'm Bridget Carey. Let's get to the headlines. Google will be paying a record $170 million fine to the Federal Trade Commission to settle allegations that YouTube illegally collected personal information from children without parents' consent. Uh, This is the largest fine for a Children's Online Privacy Protection uh, Act ever, and the law came into effect in 1998. It'll be $136 million to the FTC and $34 million to New York. Uh, The allegations were that YouTube violated COPPA by using tracking identifiers on people who watch channels specifically for children uh, without getting parents' consent. Uh, You know, a major part of YouTube. Yeah, that's like a whole economy out there, isn't that? (laughs) Um, And yeah, you're right. It is a major part because YouTube earned millions of dollars using those tracking cookies and delivering targeted ads based on people who watch those videos, most likely children. Um, with this settlement, this basically mean, means you know a lot of trouble for people that make content specifically for children on YouTube. YouTube will have to develop a system where children um, targeted channels have to identify themselves if so. They won't be able to comment on it. They won't be able to send notifications or anything like that. And the ads aren't going to be things that could be tracked on your behavior, just generic ads. Yeah. And basically, $170 million might sound like a lot, but I mean, the vote still came down to 3-2 with dissenters saying that the fine was not strong enough. They make that in 11 hours. Yeah. <laughs> That's I, not any money to to Google and YouTube. I mean, it's just... Ugh. Yeah. Senator Ed Markey, who had written the COPPA bill back in 1998, had released a statement after the uh, fine came out and noted, you know, the FTC like stands for forgetting teens and children arguing that this this amounts to nothing more than a slap on the wrist for YouTube and Google. Because you know that they knew. Like, like it's one thing, it's like, oh, gosh, what a mistake. You know, no, they they, they knew what was going on in the background. And this law has been around since 98, you said, right? So, yeah, it's not like it's a secret, you know. If anything, this is more so going to impact these channels on YouTube that are making content for children specifically because they were also making a lot of money off of this. Anyone who has a kid knows that YouTube and nursery rhymes is like like just, just a whole economy out there. Yeah. Just like playing those wheels on the bus videos mm-hmm. over and over again. The good and- news is if you have one of those channels, they these changes won't be coming for another four months. So you still have a good amount of time to look for alternatives to YouTube. But I mean, good luck. Well, I think it's okay. It's like a yay moment, like, okay, maybe they'll finally do something, Mm -hmm. but is this what it took? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Next up, you might be sharing videos from Ring with police because you trust your local officers, but those videos can be used for completely unrelated issues. A CNET investigation found that Ring had been promoting to police that officers could share obtained footage with other agencies, and the company doesn't take responsibility for what happens once officers get those clips. Uh, in video requests from police sent through Ring, the company does not tell people that detail. So you don't know when your clip sent to police is being used for other purposes, which is something that privacy advocates worry about. Because uh, you should be able to know, like, okay, I give them the right, but then you, you realize you're just waving everything away. Yeah, we asked uh, two police departments, you know, have you been sharing this with, you know, federal agencies, other police departments? And they've said no, but there are more than 400 police departments partnered with ring i mean we're 
most likely to get down and ask all of them. And they but, said no, but that's not stopping them for a future case. Yes. Like, you know. Yeah, because these police that we reached out to had only really partnered with them like in the last six months or so. Um, so if they can share with other agencies, there's a concern that, you know, a clip used to stop a local bur- burglary could also be used by ICE on an unrelated person in the video's background, for example. Yeah, I, I know that there's a lot of arguments on like, well... You know, I have nothing to hide, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, isn't it good that it can, you know, stop someone who's terrible in the neighborhood? But what concerns me after reading your great report, uh, uh, golf clap, golf clap, um, is that is that uh, there's no wording for the consumer to say that this is happening. We need more transparency. You know, if you want to participate, you just needs to be, it all has to be spelled out that like my footage, if I send to a certain group can, isn't, can go anywhere. There's no time that it'll be deleted, that kind of thing. We got, we had to, we had to think about the far reaching like the step five and six not just the here and now. Yeah. The argument is that, you know, ring keeps saying that people give this footage to, um, officers with their complete consent but how much of it is really consent when you don't know like everything that you're giving up um and finally here's an idea for online privacy from the people that developed the environment of constant tracking we live in today the interactive advertising bureau proposed a digital token identifier for every user online that people can use to tell advertisers their preferences uh including opting out so right now the internet is structured so you're tracked by ads and cookies wherever you go like this is most likely on this website as well uh the token (laughs) the token idea is a single identifier instead of multiple trackers across a single website and the iab says you have the ability to tell advertisers to screw off in the settings um privacy standards have obviously become an issue like in recent months you know as youtube learned this morning from its settlement and the industry is kind of seeing the backlash and looking for solutions uh now this is still a proposal but i mean it's interesting no one's really suggested you know hey just don't track me at all i mean wouldn't that be nice mm-hmm. yeah exactly I, I i like the concept i think it's clean uh but uh I know it's like you can't just turn it off overall, but maybe the, maybe this is the middle ground that it's hard not to feel like there's some kind of strings attached with this, considering that, you know, just a few years ago, we thought, oh, hey, isn't this great? Everything is free and <laughs> I'm not paying for any of this. And now we find out we're being tracked all over. It kind of just seems like history repeating itself with some like years down the line. We'll find out something about this identifier that we didn't know before. It's the level of tracking that can creep you out once you start getting how deep they go. Like that's like I don't mind you knowing that I like X, Y and Z TV shows. But we start getting really deep into what I'm shopping for. Yeah. That's when I got to pump the brakes. For The Daily Charge, I'm Alfred Ng. I'm Bridget Carey. Thanks for joining us.